Welcome to the jungle. A tremendous Wednesday to you. My name is Jim Rome. Wednesdays always big days because nah, number one, you can hump if you want to. It's a hump day. Number two, I've got interviews, I've content, I've got an ATP, I've got a Jim Rome podcast, which is a very good one. So we have a lot to get done on this Wednesday. Hit me up if you know what you want to talk about. I will tell you this, I've got an interview slash interviews coming up next segment. So if you want to lay out and listen to that, or if you want to get yourself up in the rotation, totally up to do to you, do what you want to do. Your phone number in the meantime is 1-800-636-8686. Again, if you want to get in the rotation, go ahead. If you want to wait until the interviews are over, you can do that too. 1-800-636-8686. If you want to hit me up on the X. Do it at Jim Rome. Email me, Rome, R-O-M-E, at haveatake.com. So the aforementioned interviews, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, wide receivers for the Philadelphia Eagles, joining us via the phone lines. That's coming up in about 20 minutes from right now. Second hour is wide open. Hour number three, a cornerback for the 49ers. Had a great year, Charvarius Ward. Tried to get him last week, was unable to run him down, but... I found him. We will try and reset that. And that's coming up in the third hour. I'm looking for an ATP. Ask the pros. We do that every single Wednesday. Later today, after the program, we're going to push out Jim Rome podcast episode 299. Robert Griffin III, stretching out for it, RG3. It's a great conversation. How do I know? Am I projecting? Am I hoping? No, I've done it. I already know it's great. So we've got that coming up. Hit me up. This is the week to do it because next week I will be in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. And you're not going to have as much of a chance to get through. So you want to hit me right now. If you need some help, here it is. Now, yesterday was all about Frisco fan. And Frisco fan, you might be surprised by this, but thank you. Hey, Frisco fan, thank you. Thank you for participating. No, because you did. You showed up. You participated. And I'm not going to say that any of your contributions were amazing because they weren't. But you did show up. And this is what I ask for every single day. Show up. And you did. So, thank you for that. However, today is not about you, Frisco fan. I know you want it to be. I know you think that every day is about you, Frisco fan, but it's not. No, today I am turning my attention elsewhere. Today I'm shouting out to the Beltway, to the DMV. Today I'm talking to you, Commander fan, because I know exactly what you're thinking. Hey, Commander fan, I know exactly what you're thinking. You're thinking... I thought it was supposed to be all different. You're thinking things were supposed to be looking up for us now. You're thinking the post-Dan Snyder era does not feel all that different from the Dan Snyder era, at least so far. And, you know, on some level, I get it. I mean, I'll admit, multiple offensive coordinators and first-time head coaching candidates saying thanks but no thanks Two-year head coaching opening, which is supposed to be a good head coaching opening, does feel a little like it felt back when you had the Dan. 
And it feels a lot like the kind of thing that was not supposed to happen anymore, yet is. And did twice yesterday. But I'm still here to tell you that you're still in a much better place. You're on a much better path. Better times are, in fact, still ahead. And I did say yesterday, it's not a bad opportunity. You've got the number two overall pick. So you've got a new franchise quarterback coming in. You still have the most cap space in the NFL going into the offseason. And the most important, important part, Dan Snyder is still not there and not coming back. And you have a new ownership group. All of that said, decades of mismanagement do not get fixed overnight. Neither does perception, reputation, vibe, feel. So obviously, there is a lot of work to do before the commanders are legitimate contenders. A lot of work to do before they're legitimately attractive to talented people. But I'm trying to tell you, Commander fan, that things are not as bleak as they might have seen when you were experiencing that harsh sting of rejection. That double kick in the stick yesterday. I'm trying to give you hope here, Commander fan. Because what happened yesterday isn't completely about you or your team or your franchise or your franchise's reputation. If it'll make you feel better, it's actually more about the Lions and the Texans than it is you. I mean, it is pretty remarkable and pretty unusual and pretty interesting that both Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick said thanks, no thanks to the gig. Even despite all the things I just mentioned, which make it pretty attractive. So I get Commander fans saying, what do we have to do? What more do we have to do to make this thing be more attractive? And the answer is nothing. Nothing. You're already much better off than you were. It's just that the Lions and the Texans are way better off than you are. Way more attractive to these young guys. Actually more attractive to them to stay exactly where they are as coordinators than to go to your job and be a head coach. It's just the way it looks, right? If you're Houston and you're Detroit and you're Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick, everybody's happy. The messaging that came from NFL insiders was that both Johnson and Slowick are returning to a complete unfinished business. Unfinished business, of course, means hunting a Lombardi. And as crazy as that sounds, coming from the Texans and the Lions, it's actually not crazy at all. I actually buy it. Now, of course, money talks. Money does talk. And Houston, which has made all the right choices, all the right decisions, did it again. Houston took care of big Rays, Bobby Slowick, and his quarterback coach, too. So the dudes around C.J. Stroud got paid yesterday, and they deserved it. And it was clearly another smart move by legendary clone and executive Nick Casario and head coach D'Amico Ryans. That's smart. Now, what's really amazing, if Adam Schefter is to be believed, Ben Johnson did not even get a raise in order to stay in Detroit. He just really, really, really wants to stay in Detroit. Shefty on the X, quote, Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has two years remaining on his contract with Detroit. His deal was not adjusted to stay, 
per league source, proving that money is not Johnson's biggest motivation. The Lions still could opt to adjust the contract down the line, but it's not the reason that Johnson returned to Detroit today. Johnson is loyal. End of post. I'm telling you, I bet, I bet half the city of Detroit is having an eargasm right about now. If anything could make them feel... Yeah. Hey, Detroit. Ben Johnson's not going anywhere. No, listen. If anything could make them feel any better. And not only is he not going anywhere, they didn't have to pay him to get him to stay, at least not yet. And even even if they did, Detroit, what do you care? It ain't your money. It's so worth it. If anything could make the D feel any better about that catastrophe on Sunday, Ben staying is it. And if anything's better than that, it's him staying out of loyalty and a hunger to win a Super Bowl. That's even better. Because the fact of the matter is, now that he's going to return, they will be better. They will be better because their young players will be better. And they're going to return most of these guys. It's got to help. It's not going to fix it. It's not going to erase what happened. But that's got to help. Back to you, Commander Fan. Of course, it's all the more painful. It's got to be more painful for Commander Fan to find out that their top choice said no. And didn't even get a raise. Now, he may still, but didn't. Put it this way, they didn't give him a raise in order to talk him into talking or talk him into talking, talking him into talking out of talking to them. Perform? He just said, no, I'm good. I don't want to talk. The alleged top guy said no to even meeting with the commander brass, even though they were en route via jet. He had no interest in meeting with them. So the commanders might forever try to spin that like, hey, hey, easy. We never locked in on him. He was never a lock. Those reports were not true. We never zeroed in on this guy. Or they might try and spin, hey, we were spooked by that price. We were spooked by his asking price. Yeah, but he's staying without a raise. So it's not about the price, right? It's not about the money. Or if you were so spooked... Why did you get on the jet to begin with? So they're probably spinning. Now, that's not to overlook Aaron Glenn, who, by the way, they were supposed to meet with yesterday as well. Glenn seems to be one of the few options that they have left. Eric Bieniemy, of course, is already in that building. He already interviewed. He doesn't have the job. Dan Quinn is hovering and waiting for one of these jobs to land in his lap. And then, of course, you've got Mike McDonald. A.K.A. Commander Fan's new number one choice. A.K.A. the same dude who is getting ready for a second interview with Seattle today. At Tom Pelissero reports, the Seahawks are bringing in Ravens D.C. Mike McDonald for a second interview for their head coaching job per sources. Seattle met with McDonald, 36, on Tuesday in Baltimore. Now he's going through the expanded process they did with other candidates. That seems kind of serious. He's still there. A second interview. Hey. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle. So they met with this guy in Baltimore. And now they're bringing him into Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle. 
You know, the problem is my Hey Seattle sounds like Frisco fan. Hey, Hey Seattle. Hey Seattle, you might want to get that done. You might, if this is your guy, you might want to make sure you do not let him out of the building. Because you have to imagine the commanders do not want to get burned three times. You have to imagine the commanders are watching that situation very closely. You have to imagine a commander fan is bracing and covering. They're probably all walking around the city with athletic protective cups right now so they don't get kicked in the junk again. You had two red-hot young coordinators already decide that their current situations are better than what the commanders are offering. I mean, what's to stop McDonald from being number three? Seriously, if I were in the district, if I were in Washington, I definitely, if I'm suiting up to go to work or wearing whatever I wear, I'd wear a cup. I would, because it's coming. You're going to get blasted in the package again. But, 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 but. It's still better than what it used to be. You still have the number two pick. You still have all that cap space. You still have an opening. And Dan Snyder is still gone. There are better days ahead. It's just in those days ahead, I would wear a cup to work. In fact, I'd wear one to bed. In fact, I'd never take one off. Just keep wearing one until you find out who your coach is. Yeah, I know. I know, clones. Just like Commander fans... You also are huge fans of Mike McDonald, too. Signed, Yacht Rock Loose. Not Michael McDonald. Mike McDonald. Loser. But I'm going to allow it. Anytime we can crack back on Yacht Rock, I will allow it. You're a moron. McDonald. Mike McDonald, not Michael McDonald. Legendary voice and beard, Michael McDonald. Do you know about Ronald McDonald? Do you know about Michael McDonald? Do you know about Ronald? I think he was with the Doobie Brothers. Do you know about Mike McDonald? He's 36 and he's got a great defense. Anybody got anything to drink? I was on the cover of SI. Did you, you, know hear, you hear about Michael McDonald? This dude can sing the hell out of anything. You check the you check the pipes on this guy? Who sounds like that? Nobody. That's Michael McDonald. Yeah, but can he run can he run a cover too? Yep, yep, yep. Does he like to play his own? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Do you do you have a yacht? Do you have a yacht? What do you what do you fit in Seattle? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Is Seattle gonna let him out? Nope, nope, nope. Seattle. Let me ask you something. If you had a yacht, would you really bump this? Do you know about Ronald? Do yacht owners really listen to this? Yep, yep, yep. What's it like to have a yacht? Do you know about Ronald? Anyway, anyway, really good day for Detroit. Really good day for Houston. Not a very good day for the district. And we'll see about Seattle. Seattle. 1-800-636-8686.
Generally, you do not see that. Two red-hot young coordinators. These jobs are not easy to get. But a couple of guys with supreme confidence in their abilities and in great spots. Spots where, incredibly enough, I'm going to say it, they could win a Lombardi. I'm saying that about the Lions, and I'm saying that about the Texans, and I mean it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so in addition to all that, I've got H.A. Brown and Devontae Smith coming up next. Charvarius Ward coming up in hour number three. I also want to talk about a legendary tequila bender. I want to talk about Geriatric showing up at the Senior Bowl, getting ready to bump his gums once again, and letting you Dallas Cowboy fans know we're all in. We're all in. Hey, Cowboy fan, that's got to make you feel good. Done. Oh, now you're all in. Now you're all in. So what were if you were not all in prior to this coming year, what were you in all those other years? Half in, partly in, sort of committed, just here to take your money, just here to get you to look at me and talk about me and take your money. Oh, but now we're all in. And by the way, even though we weren't all in before, we were around the rim. His words, not mine. Jarrett doing what Jarrett does. All right, let's break. When we come back, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith together join us. Are you looking for a super offer for a Super Bowl 58? Here it is. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the code ROME, R-O-M-E. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, but you have to use the code ROME, R-O-M-E. The crown is yours. You do have to be present in state where it's lawful to wager. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources you're listening to the jim rome show in courtesy of bounty i'm talking about aj brown and Devonte smith fellas good to have you both on the program how you doing today doing good good how are you Good, good. All right, so let me ask you this. It's pretty rare to have multiple guests and even more rare to have a chance to talk to a couple of playmakers at the same time. AJ, let me start with you. How much do you and Devontae push each other to get better every single day, and what do you appreciate most about Devontae and his game? Uh, man, we always uh, pushing each other to, to be to be great. You know, we have those talks, and we know what, we, what each other wants to accomplish, and uh and we hold each other accountable, and I think that's what I appreciate the most from him. You know, uh, I can depend on him most importantly, you know. So, yep. Got it. Devontae, let me turn that around and ask you the same thing. What do you respect most about AJ and how he goes about his business both on and off the field? Uh, like you just said, um, 
I'm I'm able to hold him accountable. He he holds me accountable, and uh, you know nobody feels no type of way about anything. Um, I feel like there's not a conversation that we can't have that we both will respect and understand. So that's the biggest part about it. So, Devontae, let me stay with you for a moment. I know, obviously, you'd rather be getting ready to play in the Super Bowl than chopping it up with me. So, obviously, it was a challenging season, to say the least. When you look back, Devontae, on this season, what kind of things stand out to you? What kind of thoughts do you have? Um, you know, time, time, is, time is short, you know, during the season. Um, you have to adjust fast, and you have to figure things out. And um, we just ran out of time. We just didn't do that at the end. Hey, what about you? You've been around. You've seen a lot of things in this league. What's your perspective on how things played out for Philly? You know, uh, you know, this league is tough. I think everybody uh, get confused with that. You know, I think I think uh, everyone thinks winning is easy. You know, uh, but they're professionals just like we are, and uh, <clears throat> we just started to to slowly struggle, and um, we tried our best to try to get out get out of this hole, and. Uh, Unfortunately, we just kind of ran out of time. We're talking to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Devontae, let me get get your reaction to the hiring of Kellen Moore to be the offensive coordinator. Have you had a chance to speak with him yet? And what is your reaction to that hiring? Um, Haven't spoken to him yet. Um, You know, just uh, excited to, you know, see what he has to bring and to um, get to know him and, you know, just get back into the building around the guys. AJ, how about you? What do you think about that hiring? You know, I haven't I haven't spoke to him as well. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a just uh, I'm excited as well. Um, I'm just uh, I'm a, I'm a players guy. You know, uh, regardless of anybody, you can put anybody in that position, and they, they got to call plays. But most importantly, we got to go out and execute them. You know, so uh, I'm excited, but also it just goes back down to execute. So. That's, that's just where my mind and my focus is. Yeah, I get that. You know, to your point, I mean, as effective, AJ, as you and Devontae both are, <laughs> I mean, you got to have the right guy getting you the ball, of course, and you've got a really good quarterback in Jalen Hurts. AJ, what's he like as a quarterback, and how do you feel about him as a leader on that team, as a guy who leads from the front? Uh, he's a great person, uh, first first and foremost, you know. Uh, um, he challenges every, he challenges everyone. He challenges himself to each and every day to be better than he were yesterday. You know, um, um, I think uh, he does a really good job. You know, so. Devontae, let me ask you about the Eagles playing both the Chiefs and the Forty ers I'm spinning this thing forward right now. Since you played both of those teams, Devontae, which Super Bowl team do you think's got the tougher defense, the more challenging defense? Um. You know, they're both two great defenses. Um, kind of two different styles. Um, I honestly don't know. They're both two great defenses. They both do what they do really well. So um, I think it's just going to come down to what team makes the um, least amount of mistakes. We're talking to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. They're appearing courtesy of Bounty. We'll get to that in a minute. A.J., what about Brandon Ayuk? He made that incredible catch in the <laughs> NFC Championship game after the ball bounced off of Kendall Villar's face mask. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate that catch in degree of difficulty, and what did you think about that play? Yes, that's very difficult. Uh, he, he made it look really easy. Um, I, I have to scale it at least at least uh I'll say ten actually. He's running full speed and he's gotta keep his he's gotta keep uh he's gotta keep his balance and uh track the ball in midair. You know, he even got up and ran even though he was touched down. But uh Brandon Ayuk is a is a great receiver. 
you know, he's evolving uh, every time he gets on, on the field. So, You know, to that point, he is a great receiver. You guys are both great receivers. Like, Devontae, what, when we're talking about receivers, like pound for pound, who do you think is the best receiver in the game right now? A.J. Brown. <laughs> My man. A.J., what about you? Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to give a nod to uh, Justin Jefferson. Really? How come? Yeah. What separates him from the others? You know, uh, uh, he's just missed so many games, and he just uh, ended up still getting a thousand yards. And most importantly, man, he has every every uh, tool in his bag to to get open. You know, he ran exceptional routes, ran after catches, the tough catches. You know, uh, right now I think uh, I think it's really close between him and Tyree Hill, but I have to give I have to give him the edge. Hey, Devontae, respectfully, if your dude was not there with you right now, would you have said AJ Brown? Probably so. Okay, I got you. How come? Um, I mean, even before here, before he came here, um, you know, the plays that he was making, um, like like he said, he's always open. Um, no matter who's around, where the ball is at, he's gonna he's gonna find a way to come down with it. All right, so guys, bounty is going to be big for Super Bowl. Before I get there really quickly, Devontae, how about a prediction? I mean, you're not in the business of predictions, but do you have an early lean? Who do you like in that game? Um, Honestly, it it don't matter to me. I mean, I get it. Guys, a lot of times if guys aren't playing, they don't care. AJ, how about you? Can I get a prediction out of you? I'll remain neutral. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you'll abstain. Fellas, I know you're not neutral about Bounty, all right? That's what you're here to talk about. You've teamed up with Bounty, AJ. What are the details here? What are you guys doing with them? Oh, uh, man, we, we got a great partnership with Bounty. Uh, we teamed up, and um, we're wingmans, me and Devontae, uh, on the field. And um, and it was an opportunity for us to to connect off the field. And um, and uh, we appreciate Bounty. Uh, it's, it's talked about our relationship, our friendship, uh stuff we do on the field and our connection. So I'm I'm, I'm excited about this uh, partnership. I got you. Devontae, how about you? Did he leave anything out? Uh, You can't have football without wings, and you can't have wings without bounty. There it is. (laughs) Bam. Hashtag. Guys, I appreciate it. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, joining us both at the same time today, courtesy of Bounty. Fellas, appreciate it a lot. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then. There you go. Kind of a rare thing. Like I said, rare to have multiple guests, rare to have multiple playmakers. Got them both at the same time, and good to have that. Take a short time out right now, get you a sports update. It is the bottom of the hour. Here is the very latest on this Wednesday. Live from Southern California. This is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hump day. Also an ATP day. It is time to ask the pros. You clones get to ask me a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash Ask the pros, submit your question, and think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts, I was at their manager's meeting last weekend in Dallas. It was awesome. Speaking of Dallas, I will get to Jarrah momentarily. 
Here's some reaction to the tandem interview I just did. At Drebo, 21 writes, the struggle was real with those two Eagles receivers. Props to you, Jim, for powering through. At Cherry City Cards, quote, just heard the interview with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Love those two guys as players, but they are tough interviews. They don't expand a lot. You did a great job with them. Thank you. Ask the pros. Romy, is the three-way interview with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith a first for the show? I don't ever recall ever hearing one. Your buddy, Eric, in Orlando. Bro, why are you doing Ask the Pros in hour one? I said it was an Ask the Pros day. I didn't ask for your Ask the Pros in hour number one. You know that's a third hour thing. Hey, Jim, appreciate you having AJ and Devontae on the same or on at the same time. Local honks were claiming some division. Not the case. Now, let's get to some Bounty Bowl era smash mouth defense, not Ticonderoga dropping DNs into coverage. War Bounty picking up tears over our lost season. JD in Philly. At Dude from Cheers, AJ Brown, how do you feel about your new offense coordinator? And let's not go there yet. Uh, let's not get into that yet. Sean Crawford, quote, this is the greatest tandem call since Trapper, RIP, and John in Cleveland. I think the other, the other clone, my brother, I don't know, mom's let, not let him out of the closet yet, but season of greetings to you, Jimmy. Only, only six shopping days left to Christmas, obviously a Republican Christmas. Yeah, bitch, bitch, bitch. I mean, what are you, the Grinch, the Scrooge, or just another whiny freaking Democrat trapper? Here we go. Well, at least when Santa says ho, 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 pal... You know, Catherine Harris, Catherine Harris doesn't dive into his lap in hell. I don't know, man. At least, at least my party has people. They have corpses voting. That's not as bad as when you elect them. Your party elects them in South Carolina. Happy birthday, Strong. Was 98 this week. Hey, you know, at least take a, ta- at least take a stab trap at having a sports take, commie boy. I came all the way out here to the left coast. Talk about some freaking sports. That was uh, what that guy was talking about. That was not one of the better ideas. Those were two legendary callers in their own right. And then they got it in their heads. Trapper R.I.P., my man. I miss you. John and C-Town still floating around somewhere. They got it in their head. Why don't we make a tandem call? It was not a good idea. It did not go well, but as you can tell, they're still going. I just kind of handed the show over to them. All right, fellas. Go ahead. I'll take this segment off. You got to admit, they were more expansive than A.J. and Devontae. Let me go back to something that somebody said. That the locals were making a big deal out of the two of them not being on the same page. Yeah, if you heard them say what you want about how they were not so expansive, if you heard them together, they didn't have an issue with each other. I think they had more of an issue of having to do a media tour and talk about what happened in the season. I'm sure that was not ideal, right? So... When we have an opportunity to get those two guys on together, you take that opportunity. Yes, it was a conditional pitch. But if I get an opportunity to get A.J. Brown or Devontae, I'm doing it. If I get an opportunity to get A.J. Brown and Devontae, I'm doing it. What makes it kind of funky is they're on separate phone lines. So logistically, that makes it sort of challenging. 
And the fact that their season imploded makes it sort of challenging. And it's conditional. So I do what I can do. And when I ask questions like, you know, obviously it was a challenging season. As you look back, what kind of thoughts do you have? We just ran out of time. Well, actually, I've run out of time because there are a lot of other issues besides just running out of time. But, you know, that's, you hope for the best. Those are two great players. I would tell you this, they did not sound like they have an issue with each other. That's for sure. I said to Devontae, who do you think is the best receiver in the game? He said, AJ. And then I tried to have a little fun and said, hey, my man. Devontae is an amazing player. He is. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He is a great NFL pro already. And he's quiet. He's quiet. And when I said to him, my man, if AJ weren't here, would you still say that? And he kind of deadpan me like, yeah. AJ, I thought was really interesting when I asked him, who would you say is the best receiver right now? And he said, Justin Jefferson. And I said, that is interesting. Why? And then he had a good answer, I thought. And I thought he was really good on Ayuk. I mean, what's not to respect about that? Meanwhile, my buddy Eric in Orlando is not done. He wants more. Screw Yacht Rock. War Boat Rock. Screw Yacht Rock. War Boat Rock. I'm just, I'm reading this as it's written. Screw Yacht Rock. War Boat Rock. Your buddy, Eric in Orlando. Hey, Eric. Buddy. It's not Yacht Rock. It's Yacht Rock. I don't fish on boats, okay, Matt? I fish on a boat. on On a boat. It's not... I don't rock on a yacht, okay, Matt? I rock on a yacht. I don't fish on boats, okay, Matt? I fish. I on rock a, on a yacht. On hey, Romeo, I haven't had an eargasm since the glory hole days. Sign Jera. V in the fee. I'll get there. I'll get there. Glory hole days. Brian C. Hey, you notice this is a reaction segment. Get up on the phones. Brian in San Pedro, radio man. Ben Johnson turning down head coaching interviews, and I'm out here stuck in purgatory. Signed, Hoodie. War Hoodie answering the phone only to hear, we've been trying to reach you about your car warranty. It's interesting, isn't it? You got a young guy like Ben Johnson. And he's turning down interviews. Interviews. Like teams are flying in to meet with him. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And Hoodie's phone is not ringing. His phone's not ringing. You're hearing nothing about Peter Carroll. You're hearing nothing about Mike Vrabel. Man, they want the young, energetic, offensive-minded, hot coordinators. This is obviously the lean. At the Manopan, Rome, Commander's fan, keeps forgetting things will never be the same again. Mike McDonald. I'm going to say it one more time. Michael McDonald. Do you know about Rome? Do you know about Michael McDonald? Yep, yep, yep. You know about the Grimace? And Mike McDonald. 
Mike McDonald, the D coordinator of the Ravens. Well, I'd say he's watching that carefully, and if he's not, he should be. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Jackson. So Lamar comes up short again, and he comes up short with a top-five defense. So if you lose that guy and the defense is not what it was, where is that going to leave Lamar? I will say this. RG3, who played with the Ravens, makes a very impassioned defense of Lamar. So you want to look for that on the Jim Rohn podcast. RG3 was great. We'll have that afterwards. At Simon Boulevard writes, Jim, I'm waiting for the commander's job minute by minute. Signed, Michael McDonald. I'm going to say it one more time and one more time only. Mike McDonald, Michael McDonald. And no, Ronald McDonald He's not a part of the family. He's got nothing to do with this. Yep, yep, yep. You've had your phone. You've had your phone, clones. Move on. Give me back my show. All right. So Detroit. Yesterday, I mean, Detroit, if you're not going to get up in here, I'm more than happy to welcome Frisco fan back in. I noticed the line moved back to two. I bet it settles. I wonder how much more it's going to move. You could get, if you're into this sort of thing, if you like the Chiefs and you believe that Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the rest of them, Spags, that defense, which is the best defense that Mahomes has ever been around, if you believe in them, you can get them right now plus two. Hammer it. If you think the Chiefs are going to win... I think you're probably not going to do much better than that. It is very, very early. I'm not going to lie. I've thought about that. I've been burned so badly going against Mahomes and points. The fact that that thing bounced back up to two, I've thought about that. And by thinking about that, I may have already done that. And it's only Wednesday. And I will be in Vegas all of next week. Once again, not on Radio Row, but in Vegas with some big guests. But we will have somebody on the floor at Radio Row. We got you covered. Don't sweat it. Nate in Appleton, Rome. Do you have my password info for my SnapFace app so I can see if maybe I'm missing some teams trying to reach me? Signed, Dohody. I saw an interesting note this morning. I think I saw it on The Athletic. You know, all this talk about the hoodie running down Don Shula and that he's 15 wins away. But if he sits out all of next year, then he's 72. If Andy Reid, here's the note, and there's been some talk about would Andy Reid walk off? If they win this year, might he walk off on that? There is some speculation. I'm not saying I think that's the case. But there is some speculation. Andy Reid's a Hall of Famer already. What if they win it all this year? At 65, would he walk off? Here's something else to think about. He has a guy who's going to go down as probably the greatest quarterback ever, maybe the greatest player ever in his prime. He's 28. He's got a real good defense, a pretty young defense. How about this math? So the hood is 15 wins away, get the big guy in but he's going to miss a whole year. If Andy Reid continues to win at the clip he's won at since arriving with Patrick Mahomes, 
he could run down Don Shula in five years. Would Andy Reid want to do that? Would he want to coach until he's 70? I don't know about Big Red. I don't know what's in his head. I don't know what's in his heart. But all this talk about the hood, the hood, the hood. Just give this guy an opportunity. He'll get that record. Yeah, maybe only to have Big Red rip it from him if he stays in the game that long. Come on, waddle over here. Dave and Tustin Ranch is back. Nice interview, Jim. I kept waiting for you to ask the dudes about playing football in leather helmets. Hey, Dave, my man, you don't want to talk, dude. They didn't say much, but they still said more than you did yesterday, even though I let you go on for like 10 minutes. Dave, bro, I'm actually protecting you. They're still reacting to your call. They're still coming for you. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I know that you're one of those guys that wants to stand in and keep throwing, but it might be best to stay down. Had you walked off on the Irvine Ranch being the little Kremlin by the sea, you'd be somewhat legendary right now. All right, second hour is coming up. My thoughts on Jarrah and your telephone calls. Don't go anywhere. 